This podcast contains themes that are unsuitable for younger listeners and parental guidance is advised. The repairs to the uh, HMS Bounty, our battered up spaceship, had pretty much been finished and we were near enough set to leave. Elvis is doing a marvellous job at reconfiguring the uh, cockpit controls into the newly uh, installed central control panel in the middle of the bridge. Not that he's captain, it's not even intended to be a captain, he just rerouted pretty much all the controls that he can uh, take at the same time because after all he can telepathically connect into the computers and he's much faster. Though Chi Chi will mainly pilot the ship because she's an outstanding pilot. And then there's me. There's me. I'm a shit pilot. I'm shit on the computers. But I'm an effective killer. I'm the best killer on this ship and there's only three of us now. We got our instructions from the DLC who are the Grey's High Command. And the DLC and that is to go to a mining colony which I don't remember the name of because to be fair I wasn't even paying attention. I just uh, eyeing up my girlfriend, imagining what I'd do to her, seeing as we're in hyperspace and we're not needed in the cockpit. From what I gather, this mining facility is where high-level Nephilim is and he needs to be taken out because it's a strategic mining facility and the Greys want it. That's all they want. They want him dead and to take over this mining facility so they've got the advantage of resources in that quadrant of space. It had to be done and and we were supposed to be the instruments of this change. They needed a bit of brutality and they knew that I could do it along with Chi Chi would slip in and out especially now we've got beaming technology and the ship's going to be cloaked most of the time anyways. So quite literally we're just doing a hit and run mission. Get in there, kill that motherfucker, get out and then the Greys can just take over the facility with, uh, with next to no violence on their behalf. They can go in there, take out a few bits from orbit and hey presto, there is no ground resistance because their leader is uh, dead. And a military company without a leader is no real military company after all. And we don't know who's on the uh, mining facility, but what we do know is there is a small garrison of human soldiers. Human soldiers of my generation, not the ancient soldiers that we've, been, that we've heard about, but never seen. Those uh, soldiers, God knows where they are, but we will probably bump into them at some point. That I can just feel, I just feel it in my bones that one day we're gonna come across these people and it might be a very interesting day to say the least, to see how far apart the two subsections of human species have gone. But no, this garrison of human soldiers, they're of my age from the, what the guys have told me. So there are gonna be next to no changes on them. Well, that I know of. After all, a lot of uh, technology was tested on me whilst I was a prisoner back home on Earth. So I'd like to think that they haven't come up with a massive change because they would have tested that on me in the first place and I haven't changed, so these people shouldn't have changed. Well, that's the theory behind it anyways. We got the call over the ship's tannoy to go to the uh, bounty and in the hangar bay was Anna, Josh and the man in black all waiting to bid us farewell. Anna's still recovering from her injuries. I mean, she got shot really badly. 
and she was in no fit state to join us on the mission and there's just far too much heat on the man in black and uh, Josh as well so you might as well keep us on the down low with the bare minimum people on the missions just so we're less noticeable when we're in between missions when we're stopping off for supplies or just doing repairs and waiting in bars or whatnot or walking around complexes one human isn't going to arouse suspicion but three and two anasapiens very suspicious indeed and that's the reason why the three of them are staying behind and Chi Chi and myself are going on these missions just to protect us and so we've got longevity within our missions although we will meet up with the man in black Anna and uh, Josh as soon as we can I said my farewells and so did Chi Chi so we all had a good old hug we had a group hug and we all shook each other's hands and bid ourselves farewell we weren't saying goodbye, we were saying we'll see you soon. So Chi Chi and myself got onto the uh, bounty and we began the uh, taking off procedures which had changed since the uh, whole ship's been completely gutted and refitted. The cockpit was in a completely different configuration. There's only three seats in there now, the central column and the pilot and co-pilot. Everything else is rooted into the central column where Elvis is positioned. Elvis would just take care of all the other systems whilst I was on front weapons and co-pilot and Chi Chi was on and Chi Chi was on the pilot position constantly. The shuttle bay doors of the mothership opened up, our engines fired up and we took off. We left the uh, confines of the spaceship and did a flyby as a salute. The Grey's Armada was, was impressive. The first time we saw even a fraction of this Armada was when we got rescued and given the ultimatum. But now Looking at this Armada in its full glory, there was something like a thousand ships and it looked beautiful. The thousand ships of freedom, the thousand ships of the Anunnaki's downfall. It was amazing. I was so goddamn impressed. I really, really liked the fact that we were part of this, that the Anunnaki were gonna suffer and gonna pay for what they've done, not only to our world, but to other worlds. Their empire will fall. It's just a matter of time. Chi Chi engaged the hyperdrive and fuck me, this hyperdrive was smoother, it was faster and it was even more silent than before. The inertial dampeners uh, that were installed worked a treat. Normally when you went into hyperspace you could feel the judder, the ship just shaking itself into hyperspace where now it was just instantaneously and it was a flash. Done. Hyperspace, not an issue. Not an issue at all. About an hour into being at hyperspace, we got a message free from the DLC and we were ordered to leave hyperspace and just listen. Okay, Elvis, I said, put the message up then. And he yep, hatched us through. It was just a recorded message. Greetings, crew of the Bounty. We have an update on your mission. We didn't want to say anything whilst you were on the yep mothership. We didn't want to upset the human you refer to as the old man or the man in black. That is because there has been an update to the commander of the mining outpost which we're sending you to. The new commander of the outpost is the husband of the man in black's daughter. Your orders are to terminate him on site and if at all possible capture the man in black's daughter and put her into suspended animation while en route to our rendezvous after your mission is complete. She is to remain in stasis so she is not a problem when we uh, take her to uh, meet the old man. This is the end of your message. Wow. 
said Chi Chi. Well, I can understand what I didn't say, but wow, this is going to be an interesting one. She didn't like you the first time around, did she? No, I said, not at all, Chi Chi. She didn't like the fact that I had the right pop at her as well, and that I uh, saw myself more of a son than she was of a daughter. Well, said Chi Chi, we'll have to be good about this and not hurt her. Well, I say not her, uh, if she goes near me, I'm going to slap the shit out of her and to do whatever I can to get her into stasis without killing her. Well, I totally agree. I mean, I've got no real attachment to the girl. I've never met her. She was abducted when she was a baby. She doesn't even know the old man. And to be honest, the way how she was acting, she can fuck right off. But the mission got updated and she's there and now, now she's part of our mission. And if we can get her alive, we get her alive. If she dies, I just have to break it to the old man in a good way because... She's a cunt. She wouldn't see sense. I know she wouldn't see sense, but don't worry about that. Don't worry, we'll get her. We'll get her alive, and the old man will be able to get a proper chat with her. Well, that's all we can do is to try for a solution like that. And fingers crossed we get this resolution in a peaceful way after we've murdered her husband. Elvis was just looking at Chi Chi and myself. He said nothing. I don't think he understood relationships the way that we do. Although he was probably thinking to himself how primitive a race for both the Anasapiens and humans are. But hey, that's Elvis. He just grumbled on and muttered under his breath and continued to do his work on the console. Elvis removed the message off the screen and we jumped back into hyperspace towards our goal. And we jumped back into hyperspace to continue our mission and arrive Thank you for listening. Please come back next week for the next episode. If you've enjoyed this podcast, why not check out our other podcast, A Tribute to Men That Hate Their Jobs, which is a brutal but witty portrayal of working a job you hate. In this podcast, there are themes explored in which happy workers simply wouldn't understand, unless they listen to these cautionary tales from a man that lost his ideal job because of the global pandemic. Be warned that this podcast contains strong and offensive language that some listeners may not want to hear. In addition, this podcast is not recommended for younger audiences. All our podcasts are available on YouTube. Just search for the Master X Media podcast channel. In addition, you can also find our podcasts on Amazon Music, Red Circle Podcasts, Stitcher and Spotify. We also have another YouTube channel called The X Review. This is a review and reaction channel. Not only is it on YouTube, but it is also on Brand YouTube, BitChute and Rumble. You can also find us on Facebook, Gab, Twitter and Parlor. All the links are in the description below.